Welcome to Wide Open Day. I'm Heather Kelly, and this is a podcast where I get to speak with interesting people about what it means to them to make the most of their day and how they do it. I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to Wide Open Day. I am so happy to have Ellen Cole with me today. Ellen is a mentor, care of the board of Studio 180, and during her career, she has held leadership roles at Stratford Festival, Harborfront Centre, TVO, and Ellen introduced me to the wonderful phrase, rewiring, not retiring, when she decided to move on from the Miles Nadal Jewish Community Center, where she was executive director for almost 15 years, and move on to pursue her other interests and approach each day on her own terms. So I'm thrilled to have Ellen with us today. Welcome, Ellen. Hello, Heather. So, Ellen, what does it mean to you to make the most of your day? You know, I think the most important thing, whether we're under this pandemic or just in our regular lives, is to be able to combine the personal, the professional, and under the professional comes business, your volunteer work, and then whatever your household issues might be, and what you do to continue with the entertainment that we are, to a large extent, in large crowds, now missing. It sounds like you're focusing on a new way of integration of all these different parts of your life. Well, I like to think that I had them somewhat integrated before, but I think that certainly is more focused now because of where we are and what we're doing. When you and I first spoke about this podcast last winter, I'd had in mind to ask you about the differences in what it means to you to make the most of your day pre-rewirement and post-rewirement. And now we also have pre-COVID and COVID. Has that changed for you in what it means to you to make the most of your day? It certainly has, because in the first instance, making the most of my day meant for me a lot of volunteer work that is meaningful for me. And that volunteer work was, as you mentioned, chair of the Studio 180 Theatre Company board. And also I am on the board of directors of my synagogue, Holy Blossom Temple, and I serve as the VP of the Department of Administration, which includes um, admin, obviously, education, facilities, security, archives, fine arts, And there are, and there were, and there continue to be, a lot of meetings. So the personal took, upon rewirement, took on the professional business side of me. I mean, I sometimes laughingly say I'm doing exactly what I was before, only not being paid for it. But that's not what's important. It's important to me, these very institutions. And I think, as my sister and I check in with each other every day, And she retired a year before I did, and she's three years younger than I am. But every day we say to ourselves, I'm so busy because of the things that we keep up and we keep doing. She also laughingly says now, as we have transitioned to the present, 
You're one of the only people, Ellen, that I contact and say, what's your activity today? And you actually have a number of activities <laughs> that you're still doing. The difference is, and uh, now within the COVID environment, is that it's all inside. Mm-hmm. It's now all inside your home and inside your head. And I think that I have certainly become more creative with my time and thank heavens for technology because Zoom has become my best friend. I've had board meetings and business meetings where there's been 100% attendance. And once someone said to me, well, you know, how late is this meeting going to go? I said, it's going till 8 o'clock. I said, why? Have you got somewhere to go? And he said, no, I have another call to make. But what's been interesting is that here it is five or six weeks later, depending on how some of us have been isolating ourselves. There are more meetings. There are more opportunities. There's more Zoom. There's more FaceTime. I have been reaching out to family and friends all over the world, which I wouldn't necessarily have done on such an ongoing basis. For instance, my family Passover Seder was held with several families in a number of time zones, one of which was a cousin in New Zealand. And I said, what time is it there? And she said, it's 1140 in the morning tomorrow. I'm calling from the future. (laughs) I love it. And I love the idea of a global Seder and more points of connection and ways of connection. You know, the fact is nothing can replace with each other. And I think that's what people are finding in isolation, what they're missing is the personal contact. But I'll tell you something interesting as well. When I go for walks, I actually feel quite isolated and quite lonely because Mm -hmm. I'm used to walking for a purpose to a destination. And when I go for a walk for pleasure, it's always been with someone. So when I'm home, I'm connected all the time. When I'm out on the street, I'm very singular, Yeah, the connection versus isolation, um, mirroring indoors versus outdoors, which could actually be flipped for some people as well. Indeed. So I find that, as I said, it's, you know, inside your home, inside your head, inside your computer, and more booze. So many uh, FaceTime and Zoom cocktails, it's a pleasure. And also, because I'm inside... It's house cleaning, it's laundry, it's your hair, it's your nails, it's everything. But what's smart is you pace it out. So even when I'm cleaning the house, I don't do the house in one day. I do one room at a time. And then when I started to have certain cravings, like chocolate chip cookies, I fished out my recipe, my mother's recipe, which is written in my 20-year-old handwriting, Oh, what a joy. And went about the house, because I, I, apparently I haven't baked cookies in like 25 to 30 years. <laughs> and I made them, and they were fabulous. Congratulations. I love and, that. And I have heard that a number of people are like cooking all the time. Everybody's making bread. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. It's such a comfort and a joy. I'd love to go back, because you were saying you do one thing each day, particularly when caring for yourself in your home, that you're really busy and you have something identified for the day. How do you do that? So um, that's a very good question, but the the truth is I'm not doing anything very differently than I did before. So I've always been a list maker. Every night before I go to bed, I have this page, 
and it's Monday. This is Tuesday, the 21st of April, and I have put down that I have my interview with Heather, that I have, I, I'm going out for the first time. I'm venturing forth to do grocery pickup and come home. That should be very exciting. Uh, everything else has been delivered. But I will put down, you know, whether I have a series of appointments or meetings or Zooms or FaceTime or whatever, and I just check through my day. It's a little more insular. It's a little more isolated, but you still get the things done. And by writing it all down, you give yourself permission to do things on your own. And so included in that would also be check out this play, read this newspaper, do this book, do the ironing. (laughs) Yesterday, because I'm not able to take it to the dry cleaner, I am now laundering and ironing my duvet covers. And Heather, it takes an hour to do it. But the fact, but, but essentially, I am running my days the way I used to before. I have always been someone who made lists. I learned this technique when I was 20 years old. And when I got the job as the VP of communications at the Stratford Festival, and I went to a committee meeting and Norman Jewison said something very complimentary. And I called my sister to say, this is what Norman Jewison said about me today. She said, the queen of the list makers makes good. Do you have different lists? One list. Uh But I still have that list in that book that I can refer back to. But it's, it's never in priority. It's as I think of it. But I do check them off as I do them. And I refer back to them. But there isn't a larger list of things I should be thinking of. That only ever is a grocery list that gets done in the kitchen and not next to my desk. Do you use any other tools? Calendar scheduling, for sure, because otherwise I wouldn't have remembered you and I had this conversation today. The calendar scheduling is essential in order to create the week. I mean, my sister and I used to laugh about what's a weekend. I saw a cartoon the other day that that literally had the days listed, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Wednesday, to Sunday, but the days, the Montus, Weds, Nurthers was crossed out, and all it was was day, 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 day. (laughs) (laughs) Appropriate, particularly now. People feel that way. But the other thing, and, and I'm going back to my synagogue, and I'm very, very thrilled at what they've been able to do. They have daily, morning and evening, Zoom minions so that people who wish to pray twice a day or are saying Kaddish or have observing a yard site can tune into live people leading a service. And then on for Shabbat on Fridays and Saturdays and for all of our Passover holidays, etc., they have been live streaming the services. So you can just log on through the website and watch the rabbis and the cantors and the Torah readers take us through a full two-hour service. And I think it's wonderful that we, have, that we have the technology to be able to offer this to the congregation or to anyone, frankly, who wanted to log on to it. And the other thing that we have been doing, and I've been very proud and privileged to do, is phoning the individual congregation people. So I'm sent a list of 10 or a dozen numbers every week, and I just call to check in. And, of course, because most people are at home, and, you know, it's coming from a private number, they're picking up the phone, and I'm able to connect with them and just reach out and say, we want to know how you are and how you are doing. And they're so appreciative and so grateful that an individual is taking the time to reach out to them. 
That's got to be an incredibly meaningful part of their day and of your day. And it goes down on my list of things to do, my Friday phone call. The telephone has become such a valuable tool that we've returned to for really meaningful and important calls, like what you're doing every Friday. Exactly. That's why I say my systems, my structures, and my techniques are the same as they always have been, but just more so. Say my list making is one thing, but the number of phone calls that you make during the day, the number of people that you write down that you want to connect with during the day, all of these things are important and they become part of your day. The last thing to say, particularly from the fields that you and I come from, is don't forget the entertainment. Whether it's going to be watching a play from the National Theater or whatever, watching an opera, live streaming the Lady Gaga concert, whatever it is, make sure that you keep entertainment part of your life on a daily basis. Keeps the creative juices going and provides inspiration that makes for a really fulfilling day. Beautiful. Thank you so very much, Ellen. It is always a joy to see you and to speak with you and to learn from you. And I so appreciate you taking time to talk with me about this today. Well, it has been my pleasure as well. We look forward to the time when we can actually do it facing each other in the same room. Yes, I really look forward to that as well. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay home and stay connected. This has been an episode of Wide Open Day. I'm Heather Kelly. Thank you for being here. You can find more podcast episodes and articles at wideopenday.com. Until next time, be well, and I hope you find ways to make the most of your day, whatever that means to you.